The only thing I lack is um, a seriously good piece of facial hair like yourself. Over the next few months, uh, our audience can watch me slowly grow out my ginger clumps. Uncaged Wisdom, Cheetah Digital's podcast for modern marketing. Benoit, thank you for joining us today on this latest episode of Uncaged Wisdom and a sort of reciprocal Cheetah Digital Tiny Clues relationship going, because obviously we had our wonderful Richard Jones on your own podcast, you know, the state of CRM. But thank you for joining Kayla and myself today. Uh, thank you for, uh, for having me, uh, Kayla, Julian. Really happy to, uh, to be uh, on your podcast. And for everyone who's listening, you can tell that Benoit and myself both have lovely accents. We both got kicked out of our respective countries. I'm I'm currently in Dallas, and Benoit, you're in you're in New York, are, are you not? Yeah, correct, correct. I, I am in New York, and uh, and I'm from France, as you can hear. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I'm I moved in the US uh, a little bit more than two years ago. We are going to be talking broadly. We've sort of called this "moving past batch and blast," which is actually quite catchy. Although we work with great brands who are getting more sophisticated in their efforts, it does feel that we are still too reliant on, on old school batch and blast. And we wanted to explore that topic today. Everyone is talking about uh, customer centricity, doing uh, really uh, providing good effort uh, to, uh, to be sure that their customer have the best experience they can. And at the same time, what we see in the practice doesn't really... Uh, always match uh, this uh, mindset and, and, uh, and this approach. Uh, and this is due to, uh, yeah, I think that's, we, we, we dig a little bit more in detail, but that this is due to a conflict between the intention from marketers to, to be more customer-centric and the reality of the business. So the, the internal stakeholder request and, and uh, all, the, all this goal of making progress uh, in terms of revenue and, and business. And, uh, and this conflict, I mean, can be addressed, but uh, that's uh, not yet uh, uh, the case for everyone. Before we get into that, though, Benoit, Kayla would like to ask you one of our traditional icebreaker questions. As Julian said in the beginning, Benoit, you have your own podcast. Um, I know Julian and I find ourselves some some hiccups occasionally, so love to hear what's the craziest thing that's ever happened on your podcast. Oh, <laughs> good question. Uh, maybe the best example I, I can have is that uh, I'm currently in, uh, in our office in, in Brooklyn and, uh, and we are in a, a shared, uh, we have our own office in a, a shared building. And uh, yeah, we have the guys uh, entering the, the, the office to uh, just clean up uh, the day and, and, and the desk. And uh, we are in a recording with the video, the light, and you have the door coming opening and, and the guys just uh, showing uh, in the background saying, oh, okay, so we'll have to <laughs> to maybe do something and, and redo the, the, the segments. But uh, yeah, that's nothing, nothing, nothing really crazy. That is a good one, especially when, you know, everyone doing interviews from home, you know, the classic pet kids or pets come in and then they fr slowly go out back. Minister David Cameron was talking about, oh, I'm really sorry, that's my son arriving. Really? Sorry, really embarrassed, sorry. Hold on one second. Sorry. Yes, you can have two biscuits. Next investment is to have the, you know, this red light on air. Would you like to sort of introduce a little bit about yourself and a bit of the adventure you've taken? I mean, you've already mentioned that you're, you're two years in, into your American stint, but obviously you were, yeah, had a good, good time with um, Tiny Clues and other, other places in France before. I 
started my career a long time ago in marketing and in CRM especially. Um, I worked in, in, uh, in for B2C retailers, e-commerce especially, uh, for more than 12 years uh, back, back in France and in Europe, uh, developing some business online um, yeah, for, for different type of product and business retailers. Um, and... And then uh, after 12 years, yeah, the, this opportunity to, to join a, a actually a company, Tiny Clues, I was using, I was client, uh, I was using the platform uh, at this time already and uh, as a client and, and really that's matched my, my, my vision of the, of the CRM of the practice and which is really uh, lead, <laughs> lead us to what, what Tiny Clues is, do, what we provide, what we are doing. So we are a CRM technology company that help marketers to achieve their goal, their business goal, by staying customer-centric. And if I say it in another way, what we help our, our clients to do is to better target their campaign so they can send more messages, generate less fatigue, and generate more business. So that's uh, really something that is at the, at the core for our discussion today. That's how to avoid and to get away from the batch and blast. Uh, and uh, and to continue to make progress in in your CRM strategy. So we help our clients to have a better personalization experience with their own clients, uh, their customer, uh, but uh, by helping them to have better uh, campaigns, and that's across all channels. Uh, so our clients, some clients are coming with uh, uh, working with us to do email for sure, uh, but also direct mail, SMS, push notification. Uh, Facebook campaigns, all channels. I mean, CRM, it's not email uh, marketing. That's really all channels. And I'm um, at Tiny Clues, so I'm VP of uh, Customer Experience, managing marketing and customer success. So the team, the customer success is managing the client, helping our clients to, uh, to evolve in their strategy. And uh, at the same time, as you said, uh, uh, hosting a podcast, uh, doing a ton of stuff to evangelize the, the, the marketing practice and evolutions. Benoit, when we were talking earlier, we talked a little bit about bad habits. So there's you know, kind of this conversation around the habit of wanting to just keep sending more and keep doing the same thing over and over. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and kind of what you're seeing in the market? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, I really think that's bad habits uh, to not to send more, but to send more the way it's done uh, and, and, uh, and sending more mass email and I think that's important to, to just stop uh, one minute on what is the reason, why, why is the, 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 the root of this habit. And um, I know that, and I'm sure everyone in, in, in the audience, every marketer knows and wants to be more customer-centric, to provide a better experience. And the reality is that being customer-first, being really focus on their customer, it's really complicated to achieve if they don't manage all the pressure, the internal pressure. You have always uh, someone from the commerce team saying, that, oh, I want to promote this uh, product. This category needs to be top of mind of our clients. We have a deal with this brand or this partner that's just paying us to blast the entire database to promote the, 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 the product, to showcase this, this offer. And that's the only easy reply to that is, okay, we need to send a blast. We need either do multiple blasts in the day or in the week, 
or build this skyscraper email that's that you know this email that's uh for you you can scroll that for one kilometer and and that's you have i don't know 45 offers and nobody saw the second one maybe <laughs> and because nobody is scrolling but you're still oh i did my job because i put that in in the creative and this bad habit is hard to 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 fight um because of this internal pressure and this need of making more business Fortunately, there is a way, uh, there is a practice, uh, there, is a there are strategies to get away from that, but uh, that's complicated and that requires really uh, time for marketers to, to think about it and, and to implement it. This mindset of always progressing, I mean, we can call that a, a lot of different ways, system of progress or whatever, but you are, as a marketer, you are in a business that can be B2C or B2B. Or, so, we're, I mean, I'm doing marketing for B2B company, but I was in B2C before and, and our clients are in B2C and what we see is that everyone wants to progress. The, 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 the game played here, that's an infinite game. There is no end. So everyone wants to do better than the previous months. So if your, your, your time uh, line is quarter, that's quarter, what's the result of the uh, quarter after quarter or what's the result year over year? whatever the, the, the size, the length of the, the timeline, you want to progress. And what's surprised me is that on one end, every marketer wants to progress, do better than the previous period, whatever the period is. And at the same time, the strategy they apply is copy and paste what they've done last year or the, the previous quarter. How do you expect to have a different result increase in revenue by just copy and pasting what you've just done the previous month. So that's that, something that doesn't make sense. I mean, that's not making sense to me. You put it in really nice terms of, of yeah, we are constantly, there is the drive in our business and industry to progress and actually genuinely to progress, to evolve or to develop what we're doing. Yet for very good reasons, and it's not always the people's fault, the marketer's fault, but they'll get caught in doing the same, same thing over and over again. And if there's another thing that we can sort of guarantee with the world of sending out lots of communications that are similar over and over again with a copy and paste is the is the rule the rule of diminishing returns, isn't it? Eventually, you're if you're not changing with the times, your results are going to go down in a time where you're trying to get more and more. So the pressure increases, and before you know, you're just repeating the same habits, perhaps even increasing the volume all the time of week, which uh, you get yourself in a bit of a, a, a trap. My point of view on what's triggered the issue uh, and the evolution of the marketing, because the tool out, the, out there, I mean, for sure, Cheetah, uh, a great platform. Uh, we, we, we have Tiny Clues as another solution. And I can name dozens of good solutions that help to be customer-centric. Why the technology is, I mean, exists, and still, marketers are not using it for what it's built for. I mean, that's how many clients, I don't know if that's the case, uh, your case, but how many clients in the first decision come to you saying that, oh, that sounds good, but I want to use your tool to do my exact same strategy that last year. We love the vision and we've bought into the vision that you're selling, which is why we might be going with you rather than our existing or uh, another option that we had. But the first thing they are most concerned about, again, for very good reasons, is keeping that status quo of what they were doing before. Get back into the, the, the CRM 
thing that the, the fact that we want to progress we that this system of progress and evolution and and we want to go back to the how it applies to CRM uh, challenge the statu quo okay uh, doing you were sending five mass campaign per week uh, last quarter progressing it's not sending more mass campaign yes that will help you to achieve better business results better revenue maybe immediately that's on, on the long term that's a dead end and that's a dead end because sooner or later you'll reach the limits of this strategy so you need to get away from the, from that and if i i can explain a little bit more in detail that if last month you were sending three mass email batch and blast per week maybe this month sending five you still have room in your your calendar uh, some of your database will still open it uh, reply to that uh, click convert on your, your website or co- show up in, in your store if they are open uh, but what do you do next you will still have to improve your revenue you will still uh, want to make progress so the next step is what's going you were last month at three campaign this month at five next month you do what seven and then so what there there are not eight or ten days per week that's seven so the next step is to do what two blasts per day i mean that's that's you see why i'm going that's the roots there is something i mean sooner or later you will hit this this wall and this wall is just the limit your brand wants uh, someone will say ah, stop we can't do more because you are damaging your database uh, your customer i mean the, the the experience with your customer is really bad it's just bad uh, promoting pushing all this email that's not providing you can work on the creative all day long that's not a good experience uh, that's sometimes just accept to just shut up i mean <laughs> don't send this message that's just not the right timing that's not relevant and of course linked to that is the relationships that you have with your customers um they the reason they're not performing as well all these these many many messages is because people are getting sick of, to death of them because they they don't they're fed of that being through the through their letterbox through their in their inbox or however they're receiving them um and it doesn't matter if you're changing that up until you start refreshing and perhaps looking for ways for to personalize or to to send less but say more a good analogy on that is just human relationship when you are in contact with them one in relationship that can be family member that can be a, a loved one whether you are just dating with someone are you texting them twice a day and they don't reply and then you continue and and so on and so forth and you get no reply i mean just stop accept to give room let them breathe and that's the same for your customer the experience will be worse and worse if you insist so think about that as what you are building as a relationship with your customers if there's one thing people want to hear from is dating tips from a classy french man kind of talked about like what we should be doing in a short-term perspective, but what about a long-term kind of what's the long game on all of this? What should people be looking at when it comes to tactics for personalization and upfront investments? Being relevant to your customers. So that's mean 
getting away from the batch and blast, doing more targeting and more targeted campaign. That's just an easy concept. You have, as a business, you have offer to promote. That can be the last shirt you, 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 you have a, a discount on it or you have an offer for, for destination and hotel in a nice place uh, in Florida. Whatever the offer you have to promote, you need to find the right people to send this offer to. There are a lot of different ways to do that. That's segmentation. The, the, that's basic. That's segmentation. There is always segmentation, I would say. That's uh, the segmentation I was doing in, in, in 2006 or seven, <laughs> uh, where you just pick who bought this product in the last year and, and you just select all these customers and you send the same type of product. Uh, and it works, but that's not enough and that, will don't, that won't help you to grow your business because if you are contacting again and again the same people for the same offer, how do you expand that? That doesn't work. Um, and uh, and we, I mean, the, the, the technology exists out there. I mean, there are different approaches for that. That can be, I mean, the data science and, and, the, and the machine can help and, and give superpower to, to, uh, to marketers to, to do that. But back to the, the strategy that if you reduce, you narrow down these segments, maybe tomorrow you start with two targeted campaigns and you have big segments. The next step will be to do three or four and you will reduce and be more precise, more accurate and in the, uh, targeting. At the end of the day, you will have better results because you send the right offer to the right person, better reaction, better email KPIs, better conversion, and no fatigue. Because people are also, uh, I mean, marketers can mismatch pressure and fatigue. Pressure, that's the number of emails sent, that's easy to calculate, that's in your uh, tool, your sender tool, that you know how many messages you sent. The fatigue is personal. And we can receive, with Julian or you, Kayla, three of us receive the same number of messages and don't feel the same fatigue because the message will be more or less relevant to, uh, to each of us. And this strategy of being more segmented, more targeted, and just reaching out to contacting people with propensity to react, to purchase if you, you, you want to sell something but uh, that can be in media to read, uh, I mean, to read an article uh, if you send me an article that I have no interest for, why are you doing it? Uh, and today, we are able as marketer to avoid to bring the human bias, saying that, oh, because I'm behaving this way, I know that my customer will be happy with this offer or this message, this article, this pair of shoes in the, in the newsletter. No, that's, I mean, that's not, that's not true. And by the way, thinking that five, half a million, 500,000 people in the same segment will behave the same way, I mean, average don't work. I mean, that's uh, not the same case for everyone, situation, context is different, and so you need to take care about that. And you can scale up, because there is no limit. Because you can add more campaign. The more organized you are, the more campaign you can do, the more your workflow is, is smooth, uh, the, the more uh, campaign you can create, the more campaign you have, the smaller the audience for each campaign you, you will select, and the smaller audience, meaning more relevant, you keep just a relevant user uh, in this smaller audience. And so you can scale that 
almost forever. As a marketer, when you're looking to start this off, there's obviously a need for stakeholder buy-in. And when talking earlier, that whole idea of the endless email um, can sometimes be an executive's favorite thing. What kind of buy-ins are you needing from internal stakeholders and how are you approaching it with your clients to help them kind of combat that? The best way we, we found to also showcase the impact of keeping this bad strategy is to show the impact on the long term on the database. Because for sure, I, I have different uh, points uh, in mind. The first one is a misleading, uh, I mean, the, the yeah, misleading reading of the, of the unsubscribe. How many times I heard that, oh, I just have less than 0.1% or 0.09% of unsubscribe. That's nothing. That's nothing right now for one campaign. But actually, that's the unsubscribe rate for one campaign. And you are doing five times a week this campaign. Projected, projected on 12 months, these people that you, you lost, uh, you can't contact them Again, you lost them because you sent an irrelevant message. When you left something interesting for them, you will no longer able to contact them. And the projection over a year, and, and we, we have a, we have a, we did this exercise so many times, and we we have a kind of similar tool internally that when you put you have a, a, a two million database and you have dot one percent of unsubscribe, the volume, if you take this cohort, this size of database, and you consider that you have no new customer. You, lost, you, you lose almost 40% of your database after 12 months. They're just uh, by sending four campaigns a week. That's it. And when you go to these numbers, uh, your management, uh, the leadership, uh, maybe pay a little bit more attention. Say, you know that we are, again, we are in an infinite game. The, the goal of the company is not just to make it this year and that finish, we close uh, the, the company and, and there is no more business. The goal is to survive and to be on the long-term play. And if you lose almost half of your database because of your bad practice, you have kind of a point to start to fight against this request of doing more blasts. And, uh, and all of this work on the lifetime value, I mean, is the starting point to at least sell internally the approach, start slowly, because uh, that won't start, I mean, that won't come overnight. You won't shift from only mass email or some targeted to full targeted and no mass email uh, uh, the next week. So you need to ramp up this practice and so start with one. If you, if you have none, uh, uh, no, no targeted campaign, start with one or two per week. If you're already doing that, add more. Why don't you just pick the offer you have in this communication and break it down in several targeted campaigns? You will get your 20, 25, 28% of open rate, the good conversion rate, all of that, with the same reach, actually. That's the same. We are talking about the same volume. It just break it down. I mean, change, change the, the, the way you see uh, the, 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 your strategy or, or your, your path to send the communication. Moving away from batch and blast doesn't have to mean you're sending less to your customers and your consumers. It's a common... I guess it's an easy thing to, to get lost with because that's how it can feel when you're talking about this. Moving away from batch and blast, you can still send the same, but you're, you're doing it in a better, more targeted way. Being more relevant, 
that's a better experience for your customers. So you can actually send more if you're more relevant. Uh, that's the difference, again, that's the difference between pressure and fatigue. And your batch and blast are just, that's just pressure, how many emails are sent per user. And if you are moving from that to more targeted campaign, and that's relevant and you target them correctly, you will be more relevant and so you can send more because the only message your customer would receive are relevant to them. So you don't have any unsubscribe, or I mean, not nothing, but you will reduce this unsubscribe because they will be more, um, I mean, relevant, to the feeling a better sense of you care about your customer because you send only the message that they have interest for. And, and therefore, your, your messaging, your number of messages don't necessarily go down. I mean, that's not reducing necessarily the volume. Uh, I, I have a good example, a real example from one of our clients, global jewelry retailer, um, I mean, worldwide known. They decided last year to shift, to make some change in the strategy. Uh, as we said, that's not coming uh, overnight. And they started last year, started to do that during the year, adding more targeted campaign. The, the, the figures are pretty obvious. Um, the, the total number of campaigns sent year over year increased by 31%. But in this volume of campaign, they increased by 127% the number of targeted campaigns. So they really doubled down on targeted campaign to shift the, 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 the balance between blast and targeted campaign. The results are amazing. They... Uh, the total volume delivered decreased by 6%. So they send less PAM <laughs> because they send less message in, in, in total volume, but they increase the volume of the number of campaigns sent. Uh, the, annu the annual revenue attributed to the email increased by 82% year over year. So they reduced, just, I mean, they reduced the total message sent by 6% and the revenue increased. And that's not magic, that's just the type of message sent were different. They were more targeted and more relevant. Uh, the impact, uh, the, the, I mean, the, 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 the global impact is that the total openers, opens, so not the, 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 the ratio, not the, the open rate, the num total number of openers with less email sent, 6% of email reduced in terms of volume, they got... 9% more openers in total. So you reduce the volume and you have more openers. And you know that openers are the top of the funnel in email. So if you have more openers, then they add more clickers. And at the end, because that was more relevant, they increased their conversion rate by 55%, which just make them totally convince the management, the top management. Uh, and now they are deploying that on all markets, doubling, I mean, adding more and more targeted campaign. Uh, I mean, they, they increase uh, again a lot in Q1, the number of, of targeted campaign and reducing the blast because, I mean, it's working. Better experience, and, and that's obvious. Better experience with your customer. They can actually promote more of their offer because before they had two slots in the week to promote two products or five products. Now they can promote 10 different categories, subcategory, niche product that you will never promote if you have to send that to everyone. But if 
you have the exact right audience for a specific product, you can do that and you will make money from that instead of never promoting it to them. And uh, and that's just the, 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 the cycle, the loop that's, okay, you make, make your first move, you improve it, you, you show that you improve your performance and you can move forward in the same direction. You, you don't hit a wall saying that, uh, I, c- I mean, I did this strategy, it's, it's working, but I have no other option, I can't do more, uh, which is the case if you go to uh, the, you continue on the path of, on the batch and blast. The wall businesses are trying to do more, trying to progress, trying to get infinite gains. That was them trying and achieving, taking a more targeted approach, resulted them having more options and more success. An analogy that uh, I, I shared away with uh, on my podcast uh, recently, uh, with the analogy with the, the running the marathon. Running a marathon is really the analogy for your batch and blast, the, the full length, the, 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 big, uh, the big thing. You are doing that every single day. Don't you think that a ma- uh, someone who is running a marathon will be tired after five, six days? What about the next week? I mean, without rest, without uh, practice. And if you compare that to our targeted campaign, we, you can name them Usain Bolt, king of the, of the, the 100 meter. Uh, if you have 420 runners specialized in 100 meters, by the way, each of them can run 100 meters every single day or twice a day without any problem for years and years. And the accumulation of the time, which is your revenue in, in, in CRM, will be better because, I mean, that's a smaller effort for a lot of different person compared to one effort from one, one unique uh, uh, runners or, or, or one blast. And, and yeah, that's uh, just imagine that you are doing the long distance uh, shot with a lot of different runners that's more efficient, more effective, more business at the end uh, than just having relying on one one person. We always like to close the show with a little bit of your uncaged wisdom. So do you have anything, any topic, doesn't have to necessarily be work-related of uncaged wisdom for our audience? We moved uh, in the U.S. Uh, to discover another culture, uh, I mean, to live in, in another context, in another culture, to also help my son uh, to get uh, another culture, another language, uh, to uh, to really be more open on the world and and being able to uh, to yeah to have a different perspective, point of views, and uh, and that's that's something that's in life I think is really important. That you need to have different point of views. You need to to try to understand what's happening, what are the contexts on different situation and the different the expectation that living in another country, another language, another uh, yeah, culture is really a, a nice experience and, and adds up to, to other things that we, we've done in the past uh, and in France. But uh, yeah, that's maybe my, my advice is really when you do this kind of experience, just try to leave it to understand. For sure, there are things that I... I I'm not really, uh, I, I, I did agree with the way it's done in the US, but the same way in France, uh, and uh, uh, there, there are pro and cons on both sides, and, uh, and just trying to get the, 
yeah the best of uh, of uh, your life and, and and the way you want to to uh, to experience that do you want to do a quick plug for your podcast <laughs> yeah thank you for for, for that uh yeah we launch uh, i mean the podcast we are hosting a podcast named state of serum the state of serum we have that in french and in english two different uh, languages that's not a translation uh that's different topics different guests uh we are covering all things about serum uh I mean, we recently uh, published some uh, some some episode uh, on the the travel industry, how it was impacted, and how they are prepare they are preparing for to to resume. Um, I mean, very concrete things about and subscribe. Uh, we talk about it, uh, and we cover that in different uh, in an episode too. Um, I mean, all major platform of podcasts, uh, YouTube uh, channel. Uh, you just have to type the state of CRM. In English or in French, you will find that. Well, thank you for joining us today. Thanks so much. Thank you very much for having me. It was a pleasure. Subscribe to Uncaged Wisdom for the latest and greatest in digital marketing insights and how they're solving problems with software and strategies.